This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, December 5th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. Steve Wilfong checks in from a hopefully sunny Indianapolis. Steve, how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. It is sunny, but it is chilly. But I like that the sun is shining, and it continues to shine on the Ohio State Buckeyes. They're rolling into the Big Ten title game. They're coming to Indianapolis. I hope a bunch of you front rowers are coming to Indy. I'm going to be downtown tomorrow Saturday morning taking my kids to the children's museum if you have young if you have kids you're bringing them to the uh Big Ten championship the children's museum is the best one in the country it's the largest children's museum in the country and uh I think it's pretty cool and I think your kids will like it uh, up to maybe the age of like 11 or 12. Indianapolis one of its calling cars as a midwest town is it's quite an affordable destination it's crazy. Zeke's mom had a tweet that she tried to get a hotel room for the game Saturday night. It was $939. So hopefully our well-heeled alumni is already set. We will get to that game in a bit. Wisconsin versus Ohio State. Big Ten championship game. Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium, Ohio State's second home. Let's hit some recruiting topics first. The number eight offensive tackle in the class of 2021, Donovan Jackson. 308 pounds from the state of Texas. The Dean, Bill Kerlick, the Bank, Bill Green, have put in crystal ball predictions for Ohio State. Your thoughts on Donovan Jackson as a player and why our dudes flip the switch? Donovan Jackson's from the same high school as Walker Little, the number one overall prospect in the top 247 in 2017. Terrific high school coaching there at Bel Air Episcopal. Uh, Donovan Jackson was the opening finals MVP on the offensive line. Uh, uh, He's a polished, um, tough, physical uh, kid at the point of attack that moves extremely well. His feet are outstanding, some of the best feet in the country. And to put that in perspective, um, Paris Johnson shuttled 4-5-3 this past summer. Uh, Donovan Jackson, 4-6-3 shuttle with the year to trim point one to get into that elite Paris Johnson uh, area. Obviously, he's not as long as, as PJ, uh, uh, who's just a unique prospect all the way around. But but Donovan Jackson, the way he can move uh, on the interior, uh, I think ultimately that's what he'll be. Um, the way he can move inside and, and, and the way he can bang and, and control things uh, up front makes him unique and special. He's the number 35 player in the country right now for 24-7 sports which puts them in the in, in the conversation to ultimately be a five-star because, as you all know, there's 32 of them. I talked to Donovan, among many others, that visited uh, Penn, or Ohio State for the Penn State game, 
and Donovan told me the shoot came alive today, forcing men at penalties because of the noise. So the noon game theory uh, um, did not apply for how good that crowd was uh, at Ohio State. The highlight for me was seeing the offensive line creating holes for J.K. Dobbins. I had an amazing time and an experience. And then he went on to say, out of all the schools I've been to, only a select few rival OSU. Uh, I can certainly buy uh, Ohio State being the team to beat for Donovan Jackson early in the process. And, and that would be a tremendous pickup. And, and I talk to you guys a lot about locker room fits. Uh, this is a young man that uh, fits the mold of uh, the type of young man Ohio State's looking for, uh, uh, the type of kid that could go to any school in the country, uh, but also uh, the same, a young man that is extremely competitive and, and wants to play for the most prestigious things in college football, and you can get all that at Ohio State. When I say any, every school in the country, I, for those that are new listeners, I mean Stanford and, and Notre Dame and those schools that the, the academic schools would drool over a kid like Donovan Jackson that Ohio State's had success winning uh, those recruiting battles that, the last couple cycles. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes you get a real sense of a prospect from his ranking, but you can also look at the schools that are most interested in him. And his five are Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Stanford, and Texas. So if you're a big offensive lineman from Texas and that's your five, you're basically saying Bama, Georgia, and OSU, arguably, you take Clemson out, programs recruiting at the highest level. Stanford, you have in there as the high academic school. And Texas, your home school, to be nice to everybody in your five, not sure you can do better than that. Love getting guys from Texas, especially from high schools like you mentioned that have a ton of talent. Looks like that would be a tremendous pickup for the Buckeyes. Texas is an incredible state for football. Another state replete with players and just a lot of human beings. California is the home of C.J. Stroud. There was some buzz on Stroud and some crystal ball activity because he changed some of his travel plans. Can you go into detail on that and your thoughts on him ultimately matriculating to Columbus? And we're saying change some of his travel plans because he didn't visit Oregon last weekend. Is that what we're talking about? Correct. Yeah, so Oregon hosted their quarterback commit, Jay Butterfield, on an official visit last weekend. And although they always talked about having two quarterbacks uh, in the class, I just never got the sense that they would bring them in at the same time. Um, I think that Oregon is still pushing for an official visit and in the mix to get one. I don't know how CJ is going to put it all together these last two weeks. Uh, Michigan slated to get one this weekend. Um, Oregon's obviously playing in the Pac-12 title game. Uh, Ohio State's playing in the Big Ten title game. Ohio State right now is slated to get the last one the weekend of December 14th. I still like the Buckeyes for CJ Stroud, but I, I think that they're, I think that Oregon would be trying to either pilfer that visit or uh, try and get get one maybe right before uh, a midweek official. And I don't know if that fits in the CJ's plans or not. And, and then obviously USC and UCLA are trying to make something happen with him as well. Do you know Stroud plans to graduate early? Yeah, uh, Greg Biggins said that he plans on signing in the early signing period. As far as graduating early, uh, we do have the little clock uh, indicated on his 24-7 sports profile, which says uh, he is planning to uh, enroll early. I like the Buckeyes here. I think, I think for CJ, it really comes down to, uh, and this information may have changed, um, but a, a few weeks ago someone said that the official visit uh, would be big for getting his mom out to Columbus and getting her to experience it. Every time I hear that, I pencil the guy into the class because we know Ohio State's going to put on a show. 
and they're great at making the parents feel comfortable and the future look bright. Let's get a little off topic here. Greg Schiano has reappeared in the Big Ten. He's gone back to the place he had the most success, his home state of Rutgers. What do you think he will do there? Do you think he has a chance to rebuild the program? There was a time when he had a very nice squad there, a bowl competitive squad, and now there's an argument that Rutgers is the worst Power 5 program going. It's also gone through some serious off-the-field issues. What do you think his chances are for rebuilding things there? It sounds like compared to the Big Ten peers, they don't get the same kind of support um, as the other schools in the league. Um, I, I'm, I'm a little skeptical that he's going to find the same success that he did the first time. I mean, obviously, he's in the Big Ten now, not the Big East, so that's certainly a, a, a tougher, tougher road. I think that the best-case scenario for Rutgers under Greg Schiano is the similar success that Indiana is having right now, uh, eight-win season this year. Um, I, I don't know if the ceiling would ever be higher than that. Um, I think that, uh, you, you know, we saw Maryland beat Penn State a couple of years ago. Perhaps maybe they could get into that, catch a little fire in a bottle and, and beat it, win a game like that. I think that, that that's kind of the – the ceiling for Rutgers under Shiano, maybe getting a team that can knock off your rival Penn State once in a once in a while, and and maybe getting a team that with the right schedule can find eight wins. He's going to do a tremendous job in New Jersey. New Jersey is a very provincial place still, and the private schools up north produce a ton of talent. Your Bergen Catholics of the world, Penn State tends to make a living in there. That's what Shiano was able to do before is get those kids who would have gone to Penn State, Maryland, uh, Virginia, that kind of eastern seaboard types. He got them to go to Rutgers. If he can do that and then he gets lucky and maybe one of those schools has a transcendent quarterback coming through or a transcendent player, uh, they can have a high water run. But I would say you're right. If he gets them back to eight wins, we should put a statue out there. When he was recruiting well in, in New Jersey, and I do think he'll obviously up the level of recruiting there. But now recruiting is easier for schools to recruit out of region and get to know kids faster. And kids are getting on the road sooner and, and, and being exposed to schools outside their area more so than, than they were uh, back in, in 2012 and, and uh, the, the years he, he was at Rutgers. And I just think that if the, the top players in Jersey, like the Jordan Fullers of the world, the competition to sign Jordan Fuller is much more than I than I think it was earlier on. Um, the, the last time he, he he was the coach at Rutgers, and just like they said, Mike Loxley's going to put a brick wall around the DMV. Uh, where, where's everyone? Where's everyone in the DMV going to school? Uh, that's high profile this cycle. I don't see anyone. I don't see them hitting a home run on any high profile guy. And, and, and Anyone would argue Mike Loxley was as good a DMV recruiter as there was as an assistant coach. But uh, at the end of the day, when Ohio State or Alabama or Clemson or uh, Notre Dame or Michigan and those programs come knocking on your door and then they can point to results too, it's it, it's still hard for those local kids to tell LSU, man, I'm going to build this thing up here. There's a reason Maryland and Rutgers are not football schools. Maryland is a basketball school, and Rutgers is not a football school. They probably wish they were a basketball school. I don't know what sport they're good at, but it's not easy jobs, like you said, for a lot of reasons. Tremendous amount of competition. 
The only thing is there is talent there. If you can recruit and get a few guys together who wouldn't have otherwise, you do have a chance for success. But like you said, very, very difficult. Going to take a quick break, come back and talk Big Ten Championship game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we are back. Ohio State will face Wisconsin for the second time this season. This time for all the Big Ten Championship marbles. The first time they met, it was 38-7. It was not a close game. Tell me why it's going to be different this time around. Well, Wisconsin's never won one of these games in my life, to my knowledge, or at least in the last decade. Uh, Every year, Wisconsin gets hyped up as this potential top 10 team playoff contender, and they do it without ever beating a team like Ohio State. And, and, And the years where they're in the conversation like that, you don't see the Buckeyes on the schedule. Um... I can recall them. Did they play Ohio State pretty tough a few years ago uh, at night up there, or was it? I, I don't know. My detail. I'm struggling with the details. But long story yes, short, yes, they did. Until until they prove they can win a game like this, is the same reason why I always pick Ohio State to beat Michigan. Uh, they 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 just I, I don't see it. I don't I, I don't see them being able to mount much offense down the field vertically. Uh, I, I think they'll struggle in that regard and. Um, the, the first game was telling. Uh, do I expect? Is it, do we do we think Wisconsin can play better? Sure, um, but I, I just I don't see them being the team that has enough to uh, challenge Ohio State, slow this Buckeyes train down. The recipe to beat the Buckeyes has become pretty clear. One, they have to beat themselves. The Penn State game was closer than it should have been simply because of turnovers. Two. You've got to find a way to score points. No one has really mounted a consistent offense against them. If you can't score points on them, and when I say score points, I mean be a threat every time you touch the ball and then do some job to slow them down. I just don't see the mix unless they beat themselves. You and I were texting during the Michigan game. I think that uh, the reason why Penn State is able to at least give Ohio State a challenge is because the physical, the physical nature that they play with. Uh, Michigan did not, it could not, did not hit hard in that game. It did not play with a physical mentality against Ohio State, and. Uh, I think that that was clearly the difference. Now in this game, I think Wisconsin has a little bit of physicality to them, but I don't. They don't have the speed in the secondary uh, or at wideout collectively uh, to stack up with Ohio State, who doesn't have a weakness. Justin goes down again, and Chuganoff has to be in there long term. I guess you could make more of an argument for Wisconsin, but when you get to this point and you start trying to pull at straws, to me it looks like Ohio State in the 40s. Wisconsin in the teens. How about yourself? I think it's going to be a convincing win for Ohio State. I mean, the only storyline that I'm in, kind of interested in this game, and and I feel like it was settled uh, a little bit in the, in the first contest is I think J.K. Dobbins has emerged as the best running back in the Big Ten. And uh, 
coming into the season, uh, Jonathan Taylor was the guy that that was trumpeted there at that position. But J.K. Dobbins is is every bit the athlete uh, as anyone in the country. If you remember the opening testing numbers and all that, and obviously Jonathan Taylor's got great speed and a, and a full tool bag as well. But I I I think that uh, J.K. Dobbins has 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 proven to be the most consistent and best running back in the Big Ten this year. And and uh, um, I, I think you look at the 6.6 yards per carry, which leads the conference. Um, I, I like J.K. Dobbins, and that's the storyline I'm paying attention to. I think J.K. Dobbins has also, in my opinion, pulled ahead of Jonathan Taylor when it comes to the NFL draft. Keep an eye on that. Dobbins is rocketing up the charts. Do not be surprised to see J.K. get picked on that Thursday night, maybe early in the second round, but he has played himself into first-round contention. Steve Wolfong is always in contention to be a first-rounder. He's the best there is. We appreciate him stopping by. He'll be back next Thursday. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Hey, guys, see you on the front row. Hope to see some of you on Indy. It is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.